welcome everybody in the worldwide galaxy. <laughs> God, this is a great intro. To M-Class Email, I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. I got caught off guard even though I was the one bringing us in. I don't know why the fuck I did that. I mean, you do a great job, so usually, if I if I do it, I'd be like, "Hey, it would be more. It'd be so worse." Uh, M class email is a show where we read emails that were sent in to M class. Uh huh. So let's do that. What do you think? Let's read some of them. <laughs> Our first email. I was given permission to edit it, uh, okay. and my edit is that I'm unfortunately not going to read your pitch it or ditch it. You could post that in the Discord or like. Yeah. Uh, tag us in on Twitter or whatever you'd like to do, and people can read it there. Uh, mm-hmm. You could become a patron for $1 a month at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast to read this email. Because <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to read all of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it is uh, from Sebastian Bustos. Okay. Uh, who has entitled the email Buenos Dias, Trek Boys. Buenos Dias. First of all, I'd like to thank you both for all the content. It's really helping me fill the ungodly amounts of free time that this strange time in history has dropped into my lap. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> it's it's a strange time for sure. Yeah, that's that's one way to put it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I recently finally became a patron, and boy howdy am I loving the extra content and patron-exclusive Discord. Wow, thank you. <laughs> which you too, fine listener, can gain access to for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. That's awesome. Thank you everyone for advertising on our show for our yeah. own Patreon. <laughs> it's great. I have yet to converse or contribute much on the Discord, but everyone seems like a bunch of swell fellers. There's some there's some lady fellers too. Some I know I know you're saying fellers like swell in general. Gallers. Guys. Galler, is that what it is? Gallers. No, it's definitely not. Galler um. class worship. <laughs> Last week you guys talked about a Janeway spin-off show a la Picard, and while I might enjoy that, I'd also love a Deep Space Nine centered spin-off show. You oh, can maybe focus tough. on adult Jake Sisko? No. <laughs> or the adventures of Captain Nog, although any deep spa- cool. although any Deep Space Nine show now would obviously be very hard with the very sad and untimely deaths of the actors of two fan favorite characters. Yeah, Aaron Eisenberg is, is he's dead now. Yeah. Uh if you want to play a video game with him, go play STO. He's in STO mm-hmm. a bunch. He's he's and, Captain Nog and he's always at Deep yeah. Space Nine. Yeah, he's Captain Nog, and he you'd go you go lots of places and do cool shit with him, and it's it's dope. So, uh, sorry that got a little depressing there. Rest in peace, Mister Eisenberg and Mister Aubergenois. Man, oh, yeah, twenty nineteen yeah. blue. Yeah, it's been a pretty bad couple of. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty bad since twenty sixteen specifically. For why? Some what reason. happened then? Oh, I don't know. Um, lastly, I have a peyote, which is unfortunately the long part that I'm going to have to skip over, but... I'm going to pitch it. Fuck it. We're going to pitch it anyway. I'm going in. I don't know. I'm Uh, like a guy with a ton of money. Just take it. Do your thing. God, I wish you were a guy with a ton of money, because I would rob the shit out of you. too. If you want to help us become guys with tons of money, go to patreon.com slash (laughs) mclasspodcast. Then maybe we can use our tons of money to green light your pitches or ditchets into actual shows. Yeah, for reals. Well, that was my attempt at a thinly veiled global warming fossil fuels allegory. I'm sure it was great. 
It ruled. Uh, also, you could potentially add a love interest. Okay. Um, I really probably yes. should have read this. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry for my super long email. Wow, I know you guys don't want long emails. I legitimately thought, legitimately thought I'd be able to sum my POD up more concisely. Uh, you can be the judge of that on our Discord, yeah, which you can become there. a member of at patreon.com slash podcast. Put it up there. Keep doing what you're doing, Sebastian Bustos, security lieutenant aboard the USS Thunderchild. Cool name. It's fucking dope. That's a sweet name. Um, yep. <laughs> sorry I didn't read your whole email. It's uh, it's not Rich Masters long, but it, it's a little long. It's pretty long? Yeah. Uh, our next email is uh, from Geoff. Oh, no. It's from Jeff. <laughs> And it's entitled, Emails, Get Your Fresh Emails. <laughs> oh my god, it's like I'm at a baseball game. Hi Jeff and Josh, I finally done did it. I finished my first viewing of TNG. What? Cool. N- needless to say, I teared up during the finale because I had to say goodbye to my space family. Oh, good news, there's more ep- There's more space family. <laughs> Bye space dad, love you. You can move to a new house and get a new space dad in the Gamma Quadrant. It's true. You can also have more of your your favorite space dad by listening to the episodes of M-Class Email where we yes. read Rich Masters TNG Season 8. Yes. Uh, I, I recommend that. I can't wait to hear a podcast episode on all good things. Final score for TNG, six Klingon head ridges out of seven. Six out of seven. That's a strange scale you're working on. It's doesn't it's not at all rounded in any way. I, I initially started watching after listening to a certain Mike Sadorf podcast, but I soon lost interest after episodes like Code of Honor and Angel One. Wait, what did Mike when was that? I don't what is I wasn't on that, was it? Yes you were. We didn't do Code of Honor. No, he he started listening because oh. of Syndication oh. Station. He started oh, watching. So he started watching. Yeah. I get. Okay. I I get. I got you. I got, I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> uh, M Class wrote me back in with Darmok, and I've been watching since summer 2019. No regrets, and proud to be a Trek boy. No regrets. <laughs> this episode, the podcast has opened a whole world of Trek to me. Thanks, fellas. You're welcome, but it was always there. You just found it on your own. It's we had nothing true. to do with it, but it's I'll true. take all the credit. <laughs> we were the doorway that you yourself opened up. That's it. Yeah, that's right. But thank you for becoming a fan of M-Class. Hell yeah. Also, thanks to Josh's constant recommendations and the chasm of free time COVID has created, I've watched most of Futurama and Battlestar Galactica. Awesome stuff. Oh my god, if I could pay money to erase my brain and watch Battlestar and Futurama all like from the beginning without knowing, I would do that. Is there drugs that do that? What kind of drugs do that? You can for sure erase your memory, but it does destroy the rest of your brain. <laughs> mm, I'm not really using it. Uh, no real questions in this email. Uh, how's your week going? Cook anything interesting? Nope, everything is boring. <laughs> Uh, we had Bibimbop last night. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. Which is really, it's like, do you know Bibimbop? You've told me about it. It's fucking delicious. And uh, 
we had egg on top of it this time, so it was, it was twice as delicious. If you put egg on top of something, twice as delicious. It makes it better um, immediately. That's that's why eggs are amazing. And I got protein, so you don't have to eat meat. Yeah, I did not create. I did not make the bib and bob. My wife Crystal did. I I sat on the couch and listened to ELO instead. So. Oh, that's why you were tweeting about ELO. Yeah, I was like. It's like, what is this guy time traveling back to 1978? <laughs> I wish. Um, no, I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, in some ways, sure, but in other ways. Yeah. I, no. I tweeted out that ELO's song Twilight is probably the greatest song ever made. It's up there. It's really good. It's really, it's like weirdly under, like nobody knows it because it wasn't a single for some reason, but it's like fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, I found it because there's this. Uh, there were these anime conventions in Japan during like the '80s uh-huh. called Daikon, and studios made videos to advertise them. Just like fun, they didn't even get paid. They just did these like full right. anime videos, and uh, I saw one of them, and it's set to Twilight by ELO. Right, and it was it blew my fucking mind. Like. Uh, a, a bun like a Playboy Bunny girl like lightsaber fights with Darth Vader in it. I've seen that. I've fucking seen that. And then she she flies around on a sword as a like yeah. space surfboard. It's really fucking awesome. And then it's I was like, like, this song slaps my ass off. What is it? <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, oh damn, it's ELO. It's Mr. Blue Sky? Hell is that yeah. what you said into Google? That's This song slaps my ass off. What is it? <laughs> Google like, was like, hmm, it, sla- it slaps your ass off, huh? I'm going to say Twilight by ELO. ELO. And you're like, yes, that's it. Because it slaps everybody's ass off. <laughs> uh, somebody, like, a lot of people will give me compliments on my art and stuff, and it means this fucking world to me. But I had this weird satisfaction because Jive Turkey responded to that tweet and was like, oh, yeah, I found this song because of your stream. Oh, cool. And I was like, fucking, I brought this into the world. You birthed it. <laughs> I birthed it. Anyway, computer and appreciation post. Signed, Jeff, chief fungineer aboard the USS Bite My Shiny Metal Disruptor Array. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff. He's, With your, he's a good Jeff. <laughs> he's like he's one of the good ones. Um, you find that the name Jeff is full of bad idiots. Yeah, I think everybody thinks that about their name. I don't know. Right? Jeff, like Jeff Foxworthy's dumb, but he's not like actively a bad guy or anything. Like yeah, that Jeff Dunham is a piece of fucking shit, though. I don't. Yeah, like, that, that guy's annoying. But then shit. I have like Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Bridges. I got. Uh, oh yeah. I got uh, the the Jeff who plays the dude who I can't remember. Is that Jeff Bridges? Jeff yeah, Bridges. Jeff yeah. Bridges. Who's the other guy from Dumb and Dumber? Jeff. Jeff Daniels. J- Daniels. Yeah. So I've got some good yeah. Jeffs. Yeah, this, those are really good Jeffs. I don't think there's any good Joshes. Uh, Josh Henderson. That's the guy from Dallas. Yeah, he's me? pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The guy from uh, he dated Ashley Simpson's sister. Jessica Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ashley Simpson. He dated Ashley Simpson. Oh, okay. I was he like, didn't date Jeff. He that's way above his. He can't. That's not. It's true. Yeah. Speaking like I've talked about, I watched Picard. Uh, Captain Rios 
like a spoiler alert for something that doesn't matter in Picard. Captain Rios fucks the like little mousy doctor girl. Okay. And I was like, damn, she is batting way above her batting average. Who's this Dr. Fucking, Rios? It's Captain Rios. Who's Captain Rios? He's the guy with the beard. Like the swaggery dude with the beard and cigar. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, batting yeah. way above her batting average right there. I just want to point that out to everybody. Who's the mousy girl? Uh, she's like a blonde. She's like a little blonde. She's supposed to be obviously remind you of Tilly from oh, Discovery. There's a Tilly. Oh, there's no. a Tilly, but she's like a really shitty Tilly. Yeah, Tilly's great because she's crazy and great. Yeah. Tilly rules. She's, like Tilly's the only good thing about that show. I'm not even. Gonna she's lie. like a That's, shitty Tilly. Yeah, <laughs> a shitty Tilly. Anyway, our next email is also extremely long, so I am going to skip this pitch it or ditch it as well. <laughs> yes, it's long <laughs> enough that I have to like. It's long just to get to the pitch it or ditch it. So yeah, uh, it isn't. It is from a new fan of ours though, so I am going to read most of it. Okay, cool. It is entitled "An Email from a Newer Fan of Yours" from Brendan. Hi Brandon. I grew up with Star Trek on a major network on major network television, and I'm only a year younger than Josh. So I'd like to imagine my strike zone for the fandom is pretty close to his. Yeah. Yeah, eighty four you uh, were born. Cool. Anyway, I also had the benefit of both of my parents being big fans of Star Trek. My mom more so. I have hazy memories from when I was four to five-ish and having my mind blown multiple times. First while watching yeah. that lieutenant's head blow up on screen in primetime TV. Yeah. <laughs> and then being flabbergasted the first time I saw a Borg drone. I also remember watching as Picard was abducted and turned into Locutus and Riker says fire and then to be yep. continued. And he had to appeared. wait like six months for the show to come back. <laughs> and my mom said, they're going to make us wait all summer to find out what happens in a tone of mild frustration. TV. That's, oh man. I read an article about that, how that was like one of the first times that that was used and how it like immediately people were like, we're doing that from now on. (laughs) Every season ends this way now. Every show. We just copied it, yeah. Uh, I was an avid fan of Deep Space Nine for the first three seasons until my personal life fell apart as I began acting out in school because I couldn't get my head around the idea of my parents getting divorced. Mine got divorced at about that time, too. Is this from you? Are you Brandon? Uh, Yes, I am. I'm Brendan now. <laughs> I missed Voyager during its first run and didn't re- watch the reruns until years later. However, uh, when I was in college, the Sci-Fi Channel acquired the rights to Deep Space Nine, and I was able to pick back up with the show and watch it till the end. Because of my age, the first Trek film I was old enough to watch in the theaters was Star Trek V. Five-year-old me commented that Spock's rocket boots were running out of fuel in that scene where the three of them are using them, and my dad smoothly retorted, more like they're running out of script. (laughs) (laughs) Did your mom divorce your dad because he was funny? Because that would be stupid, because that's funny. (laughs) He was too fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. I watched all the subsequent movies up till the first Abrams film, which I remember liking at the time, but not holding up at all as soon as I thought about it in any way. That's how it works with him. That's that's the way it goes. I thought the same. I did the same thing. I I remember seeing it, and I you know I saw it with uh, uh, my girlfriend. So I wasn't really like, I, you know, when you go with the movies like with somebody, especially like your significant other or whatever, like you're not really like there to see the movie. You're just there to be there with each other, sort of in a weird 
quiet way, I'm, right? I'm there to see the so fucking like, movie, dog. <laughs> I'm there to bone down in the back. All right, that's what I'm saying. I can bone down later. I got to find out what happens to Tom Cruise in this movie. <laughs> what happens to Tom Cruise? Uh, He's in yeah, most I, of them, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible 20. I mean, if, if you gathered up all the movies that have come out since I was born, Tom Cruise is in most of them. Like 70% of the movies. At least. That's a conservative estimate. His fucking pitch it or ditch it is literally one paragraph. I'll read it. Okay, like, okay, I'm, okay. I'm sorry to the person who I didn't read, but them's the breaks, I guess. I'm sorry. Uh, to wrap this up, I have a pitch it or ditch it. I was inspired by the opening line of, of the one of that creepy Steve's ideas. The one where both Miles and Keiko each think the other one has Molly. Except in my story, there are no Nausicans and drug trafficking. <laughs> I completely forgot about that until now. <laughs> I fucking love that creepy Steve's idea. <laughs> that creepy Steve. Steve should make a new Twitter and just have that. Creepy that Steve. Creepy Steve. Uh, yeah. Steve did write in this week, so we'll see if he has a rebuttal. <laughs> He's gonna, we started a feud. Oh, no. Uh, my idea is that the two parents frantically search for her, only to track Molly down and discover she has a st- she's having a stereotypical tea party with none other than Q himself. <laughs> All right, I kind of like this. The twist is that Q is being totally genuine and nice towards Molly because he's so enthralled by her earnest, unfiltered comments and thoughts about life and the world around her. (laughs) The parents freak out and call security, but Molly just asks why they're being mean to her new friend. Oh, man. Q acts incredulous and tells Miles and Keiko that they're disturbing their tea party, then asks Molly if she thinks they need to relax and have some fun of their own. She agrees, and he snaps his finger. But instead of doing something horrible, they're back in their quarters, seated at the dining table with some kind of nice fancy dinner for them to eat. (laughs) It sounds like this is like some kind of babysitter, like, we need a night (laughs) off from the kids scenario. Maybe the episode would end with Julian coming by with a sleeping Molly and mentioning Q disappearing before him and giving him a bottle of really high-end champagne and asking him to bring her home before vanishing. Why is Q being so nice? There's got to be a reason for it. There's There's something. There's one more scene with Cisco and maybe also Dax and or Kira trying to figure out Q's angle, only for him to pop in and say, sometimes just having a nice day is all that really matters. (laughs) This is completely... Now I really believe something is up. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. He's there for a reason. For sure. There's no conflict in this episode. It is a very nice day. I will say it's, that. It, it's very anime, right? It's very it's a, slice of life. It's very, like, Kevin is, like, foaming oh, yeah. at the mouth listening Kevin, to this right now. Kevin's hearing this, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Fucking everybody just has a nice day. Oh, shit, oh, God, yeah. It's my favorite thing. Uh, so, Kevin, I'm going to pitch it for Kevin so he gets to watch it. Yeah, I'll pitch it for Kevin, too. Again, sorry if I went into too much detail or rambled on for too long, but I wanted to close this out by saying that listening to you two has kept me from going crazy at my crappy job. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Ironically, by leaving me laughing out loud like a hysterical crazy person in front of my coworkers who don't know what's going on with me. Signed, Brendan. They're nerds. They'll never be cool. They don't listen to the show, but they probably should. Show them the show. Yeah, fucking tell them about the show. That's something that I've noticed about... Our fans are great, and I would never speak ill of them. They do everything correct, and I love Uh them. Uh, Please keep giving us money. 
They're our babies. Uh, they don't tell anybody about the show ever. It's like a closely yeah. guarded secret. It's a secret, right? It's a hard sell. It's a weird show to try to describe to somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I Yeah, I it's, mean, if you're not into Star Trek, I don't think it really matters. No. But. Like, if you're into Star Trek, though, like, it's a tough, it's a little bit of a tougher sale because we have, like, like potty humor, but also if you want potty no. humor, you might not be in it for like heartfelt discussion about how much yeah. we love Star Trek. And if yeah. you're in for that, you don't want a shitting on Star Trek when it's bad. And if you don't want a shitting on Star Trek when it's bad, you might not want us like goofing on shit all the time as well. What you're saying is people expect a, a lot out of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean we're serious it's it's everything it's every everything the show has it all it does have it all it's got humor it's got heart it's got behind the scenes discussion it's got discussion about cinematography and yeah, directing and writing and all that shit it's it's the full star trek package also with dick and butt jokes if you can't make a dick and butt joke, what are we even doing here? What you know is what I mean? life even about? At With that all point? this fucking crazy shit going on, if you can't make a dick and butt joke, I don't even know. Our next email better have a dick or butt joke in it. Yeah, right, exactly. And it is from uh, Benjamin Luther Jr. So it might. That guy sends tons of dick and butt jokes. <laughs> I hope. Uh, it is entitled, Hello from Florida, and then in uh, parentheses, Yikes. Yeah, Florida. Oh, no. (laughs) Hello, Jeff and Josh. Benjamin from Florida here, and I just wanted to write in and say that you guys have been a lifesaver during this quarantine. That's awesome. We're hearing a lot of that. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard about the podcast from one of the early intermission episodes of Pretend Friends. Hey, thanks, guys. What the hell is that show? (laughs) I think it, it was amongst some of the uh, shows that were put forth as like things you can listen to instead of Pretend Friends by Kevin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I so thank that. you, Kevin, for getting our show out there. And have mm-hmm. listened to nothing else since. God Whoa, damn. Well, there's a lot. There so is a lot cool. of us. Uh, now that I've finally caught up, I thought I'd shoot over an email and show my appreciation. Keep up the great work, and I look forward to listening to new episodes while I take my online classes over the summer. Keep Sweet. on trekking from Benjamin. Keep on trekking. Stay safe in Florida. My dad is in Florida. So stay extra safe. Those are connected, those two statements. <laughs> stay away from my dad. He's crazy. P.S. I want out of Florida. Help! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I couldn't imagine hearing my own voice for as long as it would take to listen to every episode of M Class. Oh, when I have to edit this, I'm I'm like, you, like, I think about me and I'm like saying this to myself, like, you're an idiot. Like, you sound like a (laughs) moron. I feel the same way when I hear myself. I'm like, and I've heard myself a lot, right? Like, I've heard myself a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You've heard more than me, but I've definitely heard myself a lot too. Like every time I hear myself on this show, I'm like, Jeff, just shut the fuck up and let Josh talk. No, I say I say that about (laughs) me. That's how I feel about me. I'm sure there are people listening who say the same things. Um, Maybe one of these days we should just stop talking and just smooch, smooch it out. Oh man, fuck! I've been waiting so long. (laughs) Um, it's been a long time. 
<laughs> getting from there to smooch. Oh yeah, I'm getting I'm getting ready right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> getting them lip workups. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my lips all wet. No, 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 no. Oh Jesus, that's enticing. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> our next email is from that creepy Steve, and it's entitled "Versus Versus Versus." <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's from Steve Nemzik. Yeah. That uh, creepy Steve, yeah. It's entitled, okay, so not really Star Trek, but definitely sci-fi related. My buddy Kevin Miner, Arthur, uh, Arthur, author and artist behind mm-hmm. Mega Awesome Notebook and other stuff. Go check that out, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I were talking about crossovers and a cool idea occurred to me. Marvel has done crossovers with Star Trek and also Transformers. Why not a Marvel Star Wars crossover? If so, who would you like to fight who? I am not a fan of any of this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like that shit. Aside from like the fucking ridiculous shit like Archie and the pre- like the Punisher and shit like that, That's which like I don't hilarious. even really care about that. It's just funny, right? Like I I do not I don't get cro- I don't understand crossovers. I don't I don't understand I don't understand it. It's Why? It, there's a it's a novelty is what it is. It's like yeah. it's it's just the novelty of it. These it characters who don't interact are interacting. But it doesn't work. It makes no sense. The only good crossovers I've ever really liked are the ones that pretend like the characters already existed in the same world forever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's a great crossover between the new Teen Titans, like the Marv Wolfman, like the one, the new Teen Titans is when like Starfire and Raven and shit happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the X Men, like Chris Claremont's like seventies, eighties X Men. Yeah, see and that, that they just works. they just get pretend like they've always been in the same world together, and they yeah. go up against a common enemy together. Yeah, superhero like com- like that works because like of course they could like exist right like yeah, that, but like Star Wars and Star Marvel Wars doesn't even take place exist. in the same dimension as we're in like you know what I mean like it's just completely yeah. different. So there, there's a there's a crossover. It was unfortunately with uh, JJ Trek, but there's a crossover Green Lantern and Star Trek. That would that would maybe work, which was okay. I liked it yeah. pretty well. It was okay. Yeah, that that would work because it's space, and yeah, that that would be fine. But still, I'm I'm very wary because it's like, eh, yeah, it doesn't. I don't I don't know. I, it feels shoehorny to me. I don't know. Not like somebody who's that. like sexually aroused by shoes, but like they're shoehorning it. Shoehorny. Okay, I get it. I yeah. was like, is, a sh- is that a t- is that like the title for someone who's a foot pervert? A shoehorn? It could be. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. I'm shoehorny today. Fuck it. Literally, fuck a shoe. Josh, you seem like a shoehorn. I would not. say that. <laughs> I'm not though. You would think that, right? But I'm not. I don't like I don't hate feet, but I don't yeah. like them. I'm not a I'm not a fan. Um, I'm not like a weirdo. I'm not like Ugh, feet. Like I know there's people who are like don't touch me with your feet. Like, oh, that, yeah. like that. That's a little too much. Um, yeah. Uh Steve's personal picks are Vader versus Wolverine, Ultron <laughs> versus IG88. <laughs> Ultron would like destroy IG88. Yeah, no doubt. That guy's he's just a robot. He doesn't do anything. Palpatine versus Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I guess they're kind of both wizards. I'd say Palpatine versus Doctor Doom would be. Oh, more. that'd be good. I'd I'd read that. 
Yeah, that'd be. I wouldn't read lot. that. I actually, I'm not really that into crossovers either, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I feel like maybe crossover. I, 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 like, I get it. I'm okay with crossovers between like comic book characters yeah, because yeah, yeah. they mostly just exist in quote unquote the real world, right. Anyway, superhero world. Yeah, there's a crossover I've always fucking wanted. It's like Spider-Man 2099 and yeah. Batman Beyond. All right, yeah, Batman Beyond I, is awesome. I fucking love Batman be Beyond. I've t- I think I've talked about on this show my my idea for uh, Fast and the Furious. Oh, that it would just become a superhero franchise. That it's that it's oh Autobots them, and Decepticons. Them with Transformers. Yeah, yeah, that's a genius idea that if Michael Bay ever gets a hold of, will happen. I mean, they should just do it because it would make it would immediately make two shitty franchises kind of good. <laughs> Also, I will say, I, I said it's a genius idea because of money, not because right. it's a good Not because it's a, a good, right. Because it's, I mean, it could be, man, I don't know. Like, it automatically makes both of them more believable. Well, it automatically makes Fast and the Furious more believable. Because they're already doing fucking shit with cars anyway. Yeah, That's absolutely. They jump a car off that Saudi Arabia building and it's they, like fucking, they drop a car out of a helicopter and then drive like, off with it. What the fuck? Like, that's not how anything works. Uh, he, he, uh, there's one I wanted to address on here. I'm not going to read all of them. Uh, he does say me versus your mom. My mom would fucking trample you. Uh, yeah, he Jeff says Mom's Spider-Man versus Luke Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> like a new hope Luke I'm assuming I don't know whiny, whiny Luke Skywalker the thing about Spider-Man is like nobody really understands how fucking broken Spider-Man is like he yeah, knows when you're going to hit him and he can lift and throw cars yeah like, he's sort of just like <laughs> Superman but like he just lets his emotions fuck him up right? he's like, like uh, he, there's a scene in Secret Wars where uh, Spider-Man is, like, spying on the X-Men, and the X-Men are like, well, I guess we should fucking team up with Magneto, right? Because we're all mutants. And Spider-Man's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And they get into a fight, and Spider-Man fucking dunks on the entire X-Men team. How is that a thing? How the fuck is that? Like, first of all, is this this comic Rogue? Because Rogue is Superman, Rogue's not in it. At okay, the time. Rogue's she, it's right. like Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Storm, Cyclops, and Jean Grey. So it's super. It's Spider-Man versus teleporting Spider-Man. Uh, in Nightcrawler, the thing is, Spider-Man is fucking clairvoyant. He knows when he's about to get hit. That's broken as fuck. Yeah, but I just I don't believe. He I'm also has this. like super agility. Is the thing so he's like faster than everybody else too. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not it, buying like it. His, well, that's because, like, adaptations of Spider-Man always get, make him get punked out by everybody all the time. But, like, yeah. in, in the comics, he's pretty fucking broken when he wants to be. They nerfed him. They nerfed him. Other players, <laughs> fucking Cyclops players, were like, I can't hit him with my beams. Yeah, nerf I him. Can't. Yeah, nerf Spider-Man. Stan Lee had to nerf him. Hashtag nerf Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope you're both doing well. Much love from the boys at DFAM. Signed, yeah. Signed Steve Booth. Oh. What? I, maybe I got his last name wrong. Did we, did he change his name? Maybe. Hmm. Um. Is he related to John Wilkes Booth? Oh, fuck, Steve. How could you? How Steve, could you? Come on, Steve. How could you kill our president, I Abraham Lincoln? John Wilkes Booth versus... 
Spider-Man. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth versus Benedict Arnold. Who can betray harder? John Wilkes Booth versus Aaron Burr. It's John Wilkes Booth versus Benedict Arnold versus Judas. <laughs> Who's gonna fucking win? <laughs> Judas is gonna get schooled. That guy wasn't doing shit. That dude sucks. Uh, 30 th- pieces of silver, my ass. Thanks for the email, Steve. Sorry if I said your last name wrong at any point. <laughs> Our <laughs> our next email is from Rich Masters. Oh, the Masters, him rich self. It is entitled No Subject. Oh, wow. Excellent. <laughs> to Rick Boys. Obviously, no episodes from me this week as my fingers are bloody stumps from oh, all that story. Oh, what the hell, man? <laughs> Where's my fucking episode? Where's my free content, Rich? Stories from you two this week, methinks. What? If you wrote a Star Trek series of your own, what would you do? Settings, species, era, theme? Oh, man, this is a really hard question. I mean, honest, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I would just rip off STO. I would make STO canon. That's what I would do. It'd be better canon than Picard is the future. It would be a better Starfleet. Star Trek show than Picard. And definitely Discovery. I've, I've talked about this for video games, but I would do the same thing for a TV show. I would have a uh, an officer who works directly for Starfleet Security, uh-huh. who is like shipped from like base to base, planet to planet, ship to ship, to solve mysteries yeah. on every ship, on every location. Yeah, he's like a specialist, like a yeah. like a detective. Like he's a yeah. he's a Starfleet Security investigator. That'd be awesome. And you could do some time shit. You could do all kinds of shit, dude. Absolutely. And like every mystery, it's like every mystery episode of Star Trek, but like where there's an actual investigator in charge of it. Yeah, not just like you're in charge, Worf. <laughs> Worf, try and punch this mystery for us. Mm, let me think about this. Fire photon torpedoes. <laughs> We have a missing crewman. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would fucking love that. Especially, like, if he had, like, a supporting cast that kind of, like, went around with him. Yeah, there's, yeah, you could, you could have, it's kind of like a CSI, but start, see, again, here, here we go again with my fucking theorem, right? My inverse reality paradox. If you add in magic like the magic of the science of star trek a show like csi is immediately more believable it's true it makes no sense it should not be that way but because csi is so dumb and don't get me wrong i fucking love csi when it was on i loved it the original is great it's dumb as fuck though (laughs) it's dumb as fuck it's dumb as shit you yes you need this we need this make that show make fucking csi starfleet fucking do it fucking love that like uh, it's like the I'm I'm picturing it being like the like Adventures of Hercule Poirot, but just fucking in space. <laughs> <laughs> just like he's weird and eccentric, but they like yeah. need him because he's so fucking good at his job. He's a Columbo. Yeah, as like having Starfleet Columbo would be fucking amazing though. He's just like a slob. Excuse me, Mister Garrick. Uh, just, just one more just thing. One more thing. <laughs> I noticed you used a gold thread on this, but on the Moida weapon, we found a uh, purple thread. 
Just, just one more thing, Mrs. Mrs. Peacock. I just want to tell you, it seems that you said that you replicated a turkey, but you really replicated a ham, which we found on the murder weapon. And this guy here was murdered by him. <laughs> He's just a dingus now. He's just like a 1930s dingus. <laughs> so maybe not that. Uh, Boys and goyles, let me tell you about Detective Wick. It's a hard, slovenly life. You can't even tie your tie correctly. Nobody in Starfleet gets paid. He's, now he's just like a, like a Brooklyn guy. <laughs> I'd pay to see this show. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd get Six CBS All seven. Access for that. Six out of seven forehead ridges on that one. <laughs> Six out of seven forehead ridges. Uh, that's it. But if you like, I can make the email extra long by just cutting and pasting it a hundred times. Lots of love. Rich. Chief Yeehaw aboard the USS, you yellow-bellied, lily-livered varmint. <laughs> Is he watching Back to the Future? <laughs> like Back that's to classic the cowboy shit. <laughs> Our last email of the evening is, of course, from Jack Carpenter. The studliest email of them all. The studliest Star Trek fan in the universe. Yeah. He's a dad now. He had twins. He's like a Skywalker. Wait a kid. Well, hopefully he's better than a Skywalker well, having kids. I, I mean, uh, yeah. We all know what happened there. Hey there, boys. <laughs> Hi. What up, Trek boys? How are y'all doing? How about this pandemic, a.k.a. political hoax? <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. It's not real. Oh, shit. Jack is from Virginia. I forgot. <laughs> uh, oh, those freaking... I was going to call them red coats. <laughs> they, were, they weren't. They were the other ones. Red coats. Those red coats. Anyways. <laughs> let's talk about cool toy Toys. Yes, please. What, I love toys. What kind I, just, of, I just said I bought some. What kind of cool Star Trek toys do you have, or did you have as kids? I had a lot of the figures, the 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 TNG figures. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get any, which sucks. The only the only one I have left is Riker. He's the one I can find. Uh, I didn't have a need. lot of them. I had way more Star Wars toys, and I still do. I still have all my Star Wars shit. I only have one Star Wars thing, and it's not even official. I'll take a picture of mine when I'm at home. I'll take a picture. I'm I'm not at home right now. Yeah. Uh, of my shit, and I'll I'll put it on the Discord. I've got a, a 3D printed wooden replica of uh, Luke's Return of the Jedi lightsaber. That's cool. Which is really fucking dope. But uh, I may or may not have bought three three hundred dollar lightsabers <laughs> at one point. <laughs> Just give me one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Dude. The the I don't have a whole lot of toys anymore. I had to like get rid of them because moving with toys sucks a dick. Yeah. So like when I eventually move or whatever, get whatever the fuck's gonna happen to me if I die, whatever, whatever's gonna happen to me. Uh, I have tons of turtle Ninja Turtles toys still. Uh, Ghostbusters. I have a shit load of Ghostbusters toys. Oh, fuck. You got the I got good like, shit. I got, like, all the Ghostbusters. Like, a ton of them. Like, a fuckload of Ghostbusters. This motherfucker loves Ghostbusters. I loved Micro Machines. I fucking loved them. I don't have too many of them, because they're tiny and they break and shit. But get lost really easily. Matchboxes and, and Hot Wheels I had a lot of. 
Uh, and just anything with dinosaurs or jets. Uh, those, those were the shit I was interested in. What kind of Star Trek shit do you have? I don't have a lot. You got Riker and what else? That's about it. I don't oh, have a lot. They, did, they didn't really make Star Trek toys. They like, did. They, they sucked, though. They're like little yeah. shitty action figures. Yeah, they, they made the, the... I don't know if it's Kenner or somebody, somebody made them. I, I don't know. They made that line, and they did that for TNG and DS9, and that's it. That's the only really the, the aside from like you know ship models which were cool, but those were super expensive. Yeah, like like I've got two a lot tiny of, die cast ships from T- yeah. From I have Star some, Trek. I have that's some of that. I have some little like um yeah. You could put them on those little plastic stands. Yeah, clear. Sta- I've got, yeah, I got some of those. I've got the Enterprise A and the Enterprise D, and they're always yeah. on my on the little shelf next to my desk. Yeah, I want more. I put in, I know. I, oh, cool. I've got a phaser. I've got a Type 2 phaser from TOS and a communicator from TOS. Oh, I have some pins. I, yeah, I have some, like, uh, insignia pins and shit. Those are kind of That's toys. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Merch. Uh, this is a question about merch, which I guess I also I, have a Starfleet uniform from TOS. Oh, I have a, yeah, I have a Deep Space Nine Starfleet outfit. I want them all. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be cool. I want all the Starfleet uniforms. I know. There's a couple of things I thought about buying, like uh, the bag, like the messenger bag is kind of neat. I don't know though. There's not a lot. There's not like a, a whole bunch of. They do a. Re- they're not. They're not like Star. Like Star Wars is like the king, right? Like Star Wars is Star out Wars, of control. Is the thing. It's, it's yeah. Well, now especially because like, Disney, but yeah, well, bef- way before Disney, like they were making action figures of the dude who runs past the screen holding a fucking no. ice cream maker. <laughs> See, I like that's fine. Like I like that. That's fine. That's out of the- control. <laughs> I think Kiss holds the record for the most out of like Kiss the band like. That shit is crazy. Where it's like kiss soap, kiss bubble well, bath, like true. that shit. Fucking insane. like kiss coffins. Yeah, they've yeah, gone out call, of control yeah. beyond at that point. Yeah. Like yeah. T- I don't like, mind them. Star Trek has crappy little action figures that I don't like very much. Yeah, and they are the same price as other action figures, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And they made uh, TNG, Deep Space Nine, a little bit of Voyager, and that's it. And if you want anything else, they release, like, special edition... They release, like, a special edition, like, Kirk and Spock and a special edition Picard. And the Picard does not look like Patrick Stewart whatsoever. Yeah. But they are $125 each. That's crazy. No thank you. I'm looking at a a Wesley Crusher figure in a box for sale. I'm not going to buy it. Uh, but I, I'm just looking at the back because on the back it had like the pictures of the ones you could get. So I had Riker, I had Data, and I had the Benzite guy. That's all the ones. I, I had, had a wharf. I remember having a yeah. wharf as a kid. I think I that might, might be had a wharf. Yeah. Who makes these? Because uh, like I, Playmates makes these toys. I think Wharf was like my favorite guy 
when I was a kid because he was like action guy. I didn't realize he was getting his shit wrecked all the time. Do you remember being like a kid and being like, this week it's this is my favorite guy? Like you would like yeah, rationalize. For sure. Like, what? Yeah. Like, it'd be yeah. like, Warp's my favorite this week. Now it's yeah. date. I'm still kind of like that. Yeah. Honestly. It's still like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like that, but now we can like contextualize it and not like care and be like, yeah, exactly. It's not a part of our growing, uh, blossoming identity anymore, you know? I don't need a favorite, really. Like everybody can be my right. favorite at a different time. The show is my favorite, yeah. Absolutely. It's although like when it comes to Voyager, my favorite character is Tuvok, and that never changes. <laughs> um, when it comes to Voyager, my favorite character is Tuvix, and that'll never change. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. I'm getting a Tuvix tattoo on my back. You should get a Tuvix action figure. I bet it exists. Oh man, I bet it's like rare cuz everybody wants it so much. Everybody loves Tuvix so much. Yeah, I bet they're super hard to find. Like here's here's a look into my like merchandise world. Mm. The most the like franchise that I have the most merchandise for is Mario, and I yeah. literally have six pieces of merchandise. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I mean I'm like super sentimental about my shit because like I didn't have a siblings, so like I had to play with toys and yeah. imagine and pretend and talk to myself and shit. I right? had to do that even though I did have a sibling. Yeah, so. yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people did too, right? But like, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I I'll always have my Star Wars shit. Like I'll never get rid of it. If I, I got had, a shitload of Star Wars. Like shit. if I had the space and I had the money, I would have a lot more. Like the thing is, by the time I moved out, I played with my toys too much and too rough. Yeah. So they weren't coming with me. Yeah, because I had a lot of He-Man action figures as a kid. Yeah, my cu- my cousin was a He-Man guy. Like I, I had a ton of He-Man action figures, but they're like big fucking brutes, so they're always hitting each other and stuff. So they just look like shit. Yeah. Well, they would get all worn out because, like, like you said, kids would play with them and they would yeah. get like scuffed and take them outside and get run over on bikes and shit. You know. The only thing I have from when I was a kid, I don't even know where it's at is, you know, the American Mega Man cartoon that was, like, yes. completely fucking ridiculous. Uh, I had Mega Man from that, Guts Man, and Rush, the dog, and the I dog. still have Rush somewhere. I remember those. I remember those toys. I didn't have them, but I remember them. So, I don't know why I still have Rush. I used to have this thing that I cherished, and I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, this is a, this is a super bad topic. It's this is sad like one to me. Of, no, for me, this is, like... I'm super addicted to this shit. Dude, <laughs> like, I will a, go that's and why buy I shit. don't buy a lot, because yeah, I, I, I want it so bad. I know. But I used to have this, like, McDonald's Happy Meal Goomba yeah. that, like, had a little suction oh, cup man. on its chin, and when you pushed yeah. it down, it would backflip. They'd go bloop. Yeah. And I that. that was my favorite thing, and I don't know whatever happened to it. It makes me sad yeah. as fuck to remember McDonald's it. and Burger King were geniuses. Oh, yeah. With that shit. I remember when Cinderella got re released in America in like the 80s when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember McDonald's sold these little plushy, uh, the, the, the mice. And I wanted the mice so bad. Oh, dude. I fucking had a, a very similar experience with KFC selling Pokemon plushes yeah. when Pokemon yes. first happened. I remember. And I wanted one so fucking bad. And I finally, yeah. I only ever got one, and it was like a little Vulpix. And that yeah. was like one of my favorite things I ever had. And it was, it was, they were brilliant. They're fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah. Get kids to come in and want these little fucking things that cost like. 
I don't know, three cents to make. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. I wanted that Goomba forever yeah. before I finally got it, too. And I think that was, like, 91? 90, yeah, maybe? Yeah, pretty early. Because I think they were from Mario 3. Yeah, That was that what it was out. advertising. I got Mario 3 when it came out, that like, that Christmas it came out. I got it. Pre- and I, uh, man, I remember watching The Wizard... And you and were fucking like, getting hype for Mario dude, 3. I remember being like, my like it was like it, it was brilliant because there's no internet, right? So like yeah. the only way you could see this shit is if they allowed you to see it, right? And like where would you ever see the game? You couldn't dude, unless somebody played it. That's that's reminded me like I got hype for Mario 3 for ages because I never got anything the year it came out. I always got it like used the next Afterward, Christmas. Yeah, because yeah. my family family was fucking dirt poor. Um, the, uh, but like Donkey Kong Country was coming out this Christmas and I wanted it so bad. And I was, I like talked my parents into getting it for me because it's all I wanted. It was going to be like 60, 70 bucks at the time. It's all (laughs) I wanted. And I have a really, really fond memories of that game. Oh man, I do too. But like, I got so hyped because Nintendo Power sent me a fucking VHS (laughs) <laughs> of that was game. like the making of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. This is what they did because there was no other way to yeah. show that there was there was no way to to sell the game. That now game it's like still all free. Up, by the way, oh no, that game rules, that dude. Game I remember so good. I remember going to Florida. Um, we'd go to Florida every year and like uh, stay with my aunt, and we got there super late one night, and and uh, I mean it was like like two in the morning or whatever and everyone like wakes up and like comes and greets and it's everyone's awake for a while right yeah and i remember my cousin had some friends over and me and my cousin were like we're, we're buds we we're friends right but like mm-hmm. you don't see somebody for a year you kind of fall out of the the groove of being cool with each other a little bit you know what i mean yeah so they they were playing uh, donkey kong country and i remember going into the room and being like oh and, and my cousin matt was like oh this is my cousin and i was like hey what's up and I was all awkward and shit. And they were playing. I was like, oh, you're playing Donkey Kong Country? And they're like, yeah. And I remember just farting so loud. <laughs> and it immediately killed. It fucking killed. <laughs> it killed. Uh, and they were like, all right, this guy's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, like... I was pl- I played Donkey Kong Country and at a certain point like the game in the little manual will tell you there's like a hundred and one percent you can get in the game. Yes. Yes. And I could not get the last like five or six percent. Yeah, you So get I sent bananas. away for the fucking Nintendo Power official player's guide. Oh god, yeah, before like Prima Guides yeah. or whatever. The Nintendo Power guides, like I had one for Donkey Kong Country and I had one for Pokemon red and blue and i had one for super mario rpg and those were like my prized possessions they were like bibles yeah yeah especially the pokemon one had a sticker for every single pokemon in it oh yeah so you could put the sticker on a thing yeah yeah like i got this one right it's so fucking smart oh man dude nintendo knew what the fuck they were doing they really did it ruined us it fucking ruined generation like now now we won't get any of that shit yeah we want it though. We're like that's why like Animal Cross. People are like fucking Animal Crossing, right? Because it's like that's that same. Yeah, feeling. it gives you fucking every little yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, it's like the methadone for the heroin of Nintendo. Yeah, the uh, like I remember getting like 
the player's guide for, uh, or no, the manual that came with Ocarina of Time. Yes. And the manual had, like, the gold cover, and on yes. the inside, every page looked like a torn parchment. Yes, I remember this. And, like, thinking about, even the one that I got with Link to the Past was like mm-hmm. that. And I yeah. miss game manuals so much. We talk about it, we talk about it on Continuum a bunch. Me and, my, me and my cousin talk about it a lot more, because we, I mean, again, this is before phones, internet, TV really was out anywhere you could watch it without being in a living room. Yeah. Like... We would just read the manuals and just like dream and just imagine and just like yeah. pretend in our like, heads, you right? Would, you would read the manuals like the Link to the Past manual has all these illustrations of all the enemies in it. Yeah, and you would see like the little like sixteen bit guy on the screen, and he would look just as terrifying to you as right. that illustration of the monster in right. the book. You were like afraid of the monster because yeah. like, that's a fucking monster. Yeah, like oh, I, I saw what it looks like in the book. I don't want to fuck with that. You know, right. that's bad. That's bad news. Yeah. Even though they're making like Akaroks look fucking yeah, like, scary. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like there's a imagination part that's sort of missing from a lot yes. of games these yes. days. Although I will say that probably I I mentioned in the episode proper, which you've probably listened to a week ago at this point, mm-hmm. that I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, and uh, I'm having fun with it. And I, but the only reason I say it's good is because I'm I'm like playing pretend while I'm playing. It. Yeah, you're the guy. You're the Jedi. <laughs> like I'm playing like this is like the Wild West frontier of space, and yeah. like because you wear a poncho, and w- yep. and one of the ponchos you wear looks like a Wild West style poncho, looks and that's like the one the I'm Clint wearing. Wood one, yeah, yeah, and like so I'm being like Wild West like spaghetti western samurai. That's awesome. And having like a great time. Like I don't even know what the fuck is happening in the story. I don't care. <laughs> You're yeah, yeah. You you played Kotor? You ever played? It? I did. I've played Kotor before. It's been a long while now. God, but I, love, I fucking love that game. It is so good. <laughs> it really is. I fucking love that game, dude. It, it's weird that like as technology has gotten better, it seems like games have gotten worse at immersing you. Yes, cuz they're not as clever they don't have to be as clever about how to do that well games are also trying to be movies yeah yeah, and like as much as i like a movie and i can empathize with a protagonist i don't feel like a movie is happening to me i don't feel like i have agency over a movie right it's different when you're playing it's it's we always talk about this like it's all it's different when you're playing a game it's it's super hard and no one's ever figured it out quite right i think kotor probably gets it the closest but like you said like the technology of that game is limited, but it still feels big, you know? Yeah, it, it knows all the tricks to make the world feel yes. lived in, even though they yes. don't have the processing power to have all the people standing around, you know? I'm I'm waiting for the Final Fantasy VII-esque remake of KOTOR. That they've would been, be they've been talking about it for a while. There's somebody who's doing it, but... It's been years since I've heard anything about it. I've been chastised about my opinion of Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) Oh, really? It's like, I don't, it's not even a harsh opinion. Like, I think it looks gorgeous. It does a great job of immersing you into the world and making you care about the characters. I have only played the demo. I'll put that out front. I've not played it. I've only played the demo. It does a, the demo does a great job of wetting your whistle for the game. The combat fucking sucks, and I hate it. I would be a good. I think 
unbiased opinion because I I don't care about the original. <laughs> like I never I'm played that, the original. I'm not one. that big into the original one either. Yeah. Like my fight, my favorite Final Fantasies are four on the Super NES and nine on the PlayStation yeah. One. Yeah. Um, the the combat it doesn't fucking suck. I guess that's too harsh. But the way it works is like it's an action RPG where like yeah, you yeah. fight, but uh, all of your regular attacks do like two HP each. Right, so you gotta and mix in the, like you yeah. build up your meter by doing regular attacks, and then you can do special attacks, and right, those right, right, do right. actual damage. So it feels like I'm wasting time, just filling time until I can do a special attack. Yeah, I guess it's. I mean, is it? Do you feel like they're trying to make you feel like you need to survive? Like, I, what's the appeal of that? Like, what's the appeal of? It's like the more attacks you do normally and the better you do them like the faster your meter builds up and then you can use your specials or whatever but it's like a beat which beats which is like i mean a lot of games do this but it felt like a really long time it took to build the meter and i'm just like all right x like square 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 and uh, other char- <laughs> other characters apparently play differently, but you only really get to play as Cloud and Barrett in the beginning. And Barrett's more fun. He's like a shooty guy because he's, he's got, got a gun on hand. Yeah. But uh, I know Barrett. I'm mean, out no Barrett, but I, I know fucking know him, dude. We're best friends. <laughs> That's cool. Me and Barrett are best friends. We got away from the topic of this email, which was toys. But video games are toys. Don't fucking Those at me. <laughs> Send all your hate mail to another podcast at gmail.hotmail. <laughs> I bet that's a real email address, another podcast at gmail. <laughs> Probably is. Uh, I don't think there's any question that Star Wars toys were far better than the Trek toys, which were kind of meh, but I still have a very small handful of Trek toys that I really like. They're still sitting yeah. on a shelf in my game room, in fact. Yeah, I've got a few micro machines, Enterprise D, Deep Space Nine. We're like the same. This is all the same thing I said. Yeah, a TNG phaser with two authentic Star Trek phaser sounds. I remember those. Didn't have one, but I remember them. I didn't have it either. The phaser I have is like a prop toy phaser that has like all the settings that have different noises and everything. That's cool. And it comes apart, and it has like the little handheld like garage door opener phaser. Garage phaser. And uh, I love that transition he, to the garage door phaser. He also has Worf and Jedzia Dax action figures from Deep Space Nine, and I totally cool. don't make them kiss. It sounds like maybe you do. Thanks as always, bros. Commander Jack Carpenter, Sr. of the USS Virginia. <laughs> now he's an old man because he had a, a junior, I guess. He is a Jack Carpenter Jr. now. Wait, did you name both of your... Are both? Of, here's a question you can't answer. Are both of your twins boys, <laughs> and did you name them both Jack Carpenter Jr.? <laughs> Jack Carpenter Jr. and Jack Carpenter Jr. the second. Jack Carpenter Sr. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's all the emails we got this time. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I feel like we definitely talked about video games for a while. Yeah, you might have got like a little shoot the shit in there, but whatever. A little bit. I was going to do a shoot the shit next time about comedy and how it's like the changing face of comedy and how Uh like I like some of it and I don't care for other parts of it. I don't know if I even could have... I don't even know if I could 
like, I mean, I can bullshit my way through anything, right? But yeah, <laughs> what well, I haven't watched like comedy in years. Like, I mean, I, I, don't I mean, even... like what normal people find funny. Oh, like, oh, like me- memes. Talking like about memes, memes. Yeah, the memes. Like yep. the sense yeah. of humor that everybody seems to have these days. Which, like, some of it is good, and some of but, it is like yeah. confusing to grandpa, grandpa Pan. Yeah, I don't understand it. What is this? Yeah, no, I hear uh, you. That was going to be the topic, but we'll get to that eventually. Like, right now, I'm, I'm probably developing an ulcer, and I don't want to do more than I need to. So... thought about maybe you have a xenomorph in you? Have you That tried? would be preferable, I think. I don't know if you've seen Alien. I don't think it is. Well, it'll kill me, and I won't have to pay any doctor's bills. <laughs> so... Yeah, okay, alright. Because Grandpa Jeff doesn't have any insurance. Now so. would be a good time to talk about, donate a dollar to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> there are different levels that you can donate money to. At the $5 level, you get this podcast a week early. And you also yes. get access to Shoot the Shit, where I guess we'll be talking about memes at some point. <laughs> We're going to piss everybody off. Everyone's going to be pissed off about that. That's fine. I mean, like, my opinion of memes has both softened and hardened in different ways. Weirdly, weirdly, that's weirdly right. That's weirdly the correct (laughs) way to view them. It's it's strange. In some ways, I'm much softer on them, and in other ways, I hate them even more. So Uh, it's strange. It's, It's very weird. Uh, so if you want to hear about that, actually, we did one about fantasy, which was really good. I really like that one. Let's just do like another one. About we fantasy. should. It was it, the first one was really. At this point, we would say the same shit again and not know. So maybe Probably. not. Maybe yeah. we would have to narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, we'd have to talk about something specific. But uh, yeah, shoot the shit is a show about any topic that isn't Star Trek that we want to talk about, and we get. Uh, a lot of fun storytelling and conversation out of those. And you can get that at the $5 level. At higher levels, you get cooler shit that's rarer, happens less often, but is way cooler. Like uh, M-Class, etc. We did an episode about Galaxy Quest. Yes. Anything M-Class related, anything Star Trek related that isn't Star Trek proper will go there. We did, uh, we've done two commentary tracks at this point. One for... We did three, didn't we? We did Rumble in the Bronx. We did uh, Beastmaster 2. We only did two? No. Yeah, we've only done two so far. Oh, I thought we did another one. We're going to do another one. And uh, it was <laughs> going to be Super Mario Brothers, but we can't fucking find it anywhere. Yeah, they YouTube got nuts, and they were like, no, I, I could probably get it. I could probably obtain it. <laughs> yeah, if you could obtain it, I could get it from you. But I'll, like, a- I'll ask... My my contact. Let me ask my guy. Let me ask my guy. Yeah. Uh, so definitely become a patron today at patreon.com slash podcast. Every dollar you donate helps keep us on the air and alive, honestly. Yep. Uh, your money goes more towards my living situation than you probably even realize. Let's put it that way. Yep. Um. Thank you to all of our patrons right out the gate, by the way. Um, and maybe we should start doing like a, we'll say like a couple people's names every episode yeah, or something. Yeah, for sure. I've been trying to name drop some folks. I did Hell Pizza yeah. Man for the collection, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank we you. We should do that. We'll, we'll do a quick one right now off the top of my head. Thank you to uh, Poppy for being a patron. Poppy. Thank you to uh, Rian. Rian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you to uh, 
I'm, I haven't seen him in ages. Yakub, Boston Sean. Yeah, Yakub. Oh, Boston Sean. Yakub, thank you, everybody, for being a patron. We fucking appreciate yeah. each and every one of you guys. And uh, I think that's a that's the end of the show. I think there's nothing else to say, except if you want to be on the show through my voice, if you want me to oh, yeah. be the medium for which to bring you to the world stage, send us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. And oh, yeah. besides that, you should definitely follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcasts. Like us and do the rate us on whatever the fuck you listen yeah. to. Rate us on <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. It, it super helps. Leave comments on stuff. That's always really helpful if you can. Leave ratings. Uh, I've been doing this thing where I do a preview on Twitter of yeah, the episode. Great. Please retweet that to everyone that you can yeah. to make certain that it gets out there because. Uh, I think we're we're probably at the point where we're not going to get any more followers. So, Boo. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for being a friend, Josh. Thank you for being my friend. Travel down the road and back again. Quantum Leap was based on this show. <laughs> that's that's what a wonder that I didn't know about. Uh, thank so, you. A fun fact. That's how interesting. <laughs> Thank you again, everybody. We'll be back in a week with more M-Class goodness. Bye. Bye.